We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Hello, Donnie. You've decided to join us again. Yes, I'm back. And I'm you back. brought bread. Thank yes, you. Yes, courtesy of my mother. Yeah, Homemade thanks, Mum. bread. So, um, yeah, enjoy. That'll be delicious with the uh, lamb salad that we've got from the Weeman store today. How uh, good's that? Toast tomorrow morning for breakfast. I don't really do toast. Oh, no, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's with good. loads. You know what? My dad, being Italian, doesn't yeah. eat butter. Yeah. Except for when there's homemade bread. Yeah. And Beautiful. a couple of days later, yeah, it cuts off like yeah. really thick slabs. Uh, you got to come around it. on a Saturday morning when she makes it straight out of the oven. Yeah, yeah ideally. I don't eat bread a lot, but when she does that, I eat it. Because so. you're watching the old carbs and whatever. Yeah, uh, not a big bread eater, not a big uh, spaghetti eater. Gotcha. So, nah, nah, not really. So, probably only once a week we have it at home. So, really? Yeah. That yeah. surprises me. Yeah, no. Nah. As you get older, you can't work it off. No, so well, you got, I suppose. you got to watch what you eat. Hey, yeah. first bit of footy news. Mm. Signed our first recruit for the year. Do you know him? Never Colin him. McVeigh. Yeah. From the Hastings Footy Club. Yes. Uh, I did see that on the mm. Facebook page. On Facebook, yeah. yeah. Hopefully he goes all right. So, but then I did see on Majora's Facebook page last night that Josh Martin has left us and gone to them. So Yep. Well, you know, one in, one out. That's usually how it, the cookie crumbles, isn't it? Ah, uh, well, look. I think that he's probably better there in his home club anyway, where yeah. his heart is. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, don't know the guy that well, but he, uh, yeah, come to us for one season. Not even one season. Probably it was only eight games. I was going to say, he didn't, yeah. didn't play very many games. So, um, good luck to him. Hope he goes well. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, you're tired. You've been up spraying since, what, four o'clock this morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, this bloody wind. I it's know. It's just out of control, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it insane? Yeah, well, they're saying again this afternoon, it's yeah. going to get windy and dusty again. But, yeah, we only got... A certain amount of time to spray because yeah. it's windy. So, could you imagine having to fight those fires in New South Wales? Oh, how bad is that? At oh the my moment? god, the smoke is going as far as New Zealand. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just—it's horrendous. Yeah. Mum was in Sydney yesterday, mm. um, and we didn't think she was going to be able to fly out, but yeah. they're able because of the direction of the wind. They're wind able does. to fly south, just not north. Yeah. But no, that it's is pretty bad. Yeah. We, yeah <sighs> obviously, our thoughts and prayers with those guys in mm. the middle of it and the firefighters that are doing a great job. So. Yeah, I actually thought about getting Paul Moroni on. For, he works for Parks here. Yeah. Um, and he's been all over the world fighting fires. He yeah. went to California a couple of years ago fighting yeah. fires on a Thought he might have been up there, but I haven't yeah. spoken to him yet. So, um, uh, not good, not no, good, not but good at all. Certainly puts things in perspective a bit, doesn't it? Especially when we're freezing down here at the moment. Yeah, you know, it's probably a unseasonal weather for us at the moment. You know, mm. well, it was seven degrees overnight. So, was it really? Yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't get up to swim this yeah, morning. No, even seven though the pool's degrees, open. and um, we're wondering why the vines aren't growing. But mm. um, yeah, but no, we'll get there. Everything's looking good. Um, Tommy filled in really well for me last week. He did. So, uh, it didn't even take me much. I reckon if I had a couple of beers by 10.30, you wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't have been understanding anything I said. So uh, good luck to him. Nah, he does well, Tommy. And it, like I said, I literally just had to ask the question. Yep. And he was like, yep, I'll be there. I'll come for a look. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. really good, really good. Yep. Uh, Seen you were a late scratching. Thanks for the notice, but it's okay. I did. I did. I gave you the heads up, didn't I? No. The night before? Yeah, you said, yep, I'll be right. Oh, did I? Oh, <laughs> shit. That means I should be right. <laughs> so. Yeah, righto. But no. Um, so this week we've got Fred Tassoni's coming in very soon. We're going to talk about polar. Uh, polar. No, polar. not polar. Well, because it's cold. No, solar. Um, the Mallee Bulk Buy Solar Program. Mm, yeah. So there's still money sitting in the state government's coffers mm. to subsidise solar systems and equipment 
yada yada yeah, yeah. for primary producers up to like mm. quarter of a million dollars yeah. which is significant um, and for homes and businesses as well to go solar mm. so that's cool we're going to talk so to maybe we'll be able to get a heater pool down the leisure centre hey if we could it, like this is the, that's exactly how we could well let's do it yeah exactly let's, let's do, do it, it. Um, so we'll talk to her Fred Tassoni's going to come in too yeah, he's going to talk about that uh, C yeah. meeting a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, I think a few growers are getting together to do a submission at the moment. That's um, good. Yeah, which is good. And look, we had, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in on that meeting uh, with that group as well. And uh, we had a meeting Sunday night. And I think you mentioned it to me a couple of weeks ago. We, we say we're dumb blockies, but some of them guys in, in that room – Mate, unbelievable. Mate. S- just smart. I've just been smart. telling you for a long time, there's no such thing as a dumb blocky. Mm, you need no. to have yep. half a brain to be able to yep. be a farmer. Yeah, no, you I was really blown do. away. I walked. It was probably an hour and a bit to meet and I walked away thinking, geez, you know, these guys are, are switched on. Yep. So it's good. Yeah. So really and good. But Fred will talk about that. And mm. we've got Ali as well. Mm, we haven't spoken to Ali for a little while. Yeah, she's... Um, been protesting and doing all that. She's sort been of stuff, doing so. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. There's no word on. Actually, we have had a letter from the minister mm. um, to council about that road, and it was pretty much the generic response that they send out to everyone when yeah. they're asking for money, going, "Yes, yes, yes, all the roads, blah blah blah." Okay, cool. Thanks yeah, very much. And also, I think Ali's organised the meeting with the water minister as well yes. to come down here, but. Yes. What kind of response are you going to get? So. Well, and this is the thing. She's the state water minister mm. and the Victorian um, environmental water holder are in the media at the moment saying that there's no environment. They haven't got it. Well, they might not have, but the Commonwealth mm. certainly do. Um, well, and that's where the lines can sometimes be blurred. So we need to remember to keep yeah. things Oh, look, late last week the federal government released another drought package mm. that had done nothing for us. Mm. So um, it may th- it may do though. So those drought packages they release money that go to councils and mm. then councils implement um, so all sorts of different programs. So if there are community groups that have um, projects or programs that can be identified as helping heal mm. a community with regard to drought and things, that's where that money can go to. That's yep. why these community groups need to have plans in writing ready to go. So when that money does fall out of the sky, and I say that all the time, money falls out of the sky from the feds all the time. So when that does happen, things are shovel ready and we're right to go. Right, this is the project. If we've got a million dollars, can we have quarter of that? And let's go, we'll do that. How about we um, subsidise shy rates? You know what? I've asked the question whether we could subsidise water and um, I haven't asked about the rate thing, but Ali's on to a different – so there's talk around rates at the moment. Um, Yeah. I'm going to stay right away from that one. Oh, fair enough. I see that um, a new mayor was elected last night. Yes. I wasn't there because I had a hideous case of gastro, (laughs) so don't get too close. That's because you frocked up on the weekend. Uh, Well, I would have appreciated (laughs) if I had had it the week before. I would have been able to wear a different dress. Um, But no, Bill Moore. He's a farmer? He is a farmer. He has been – he's been in Swan Hill most of his life. I went to school with a couple of his kids. Mm. Um, Great – he's a great bloke um, and very, very smart. We should really get him on the podcast. How was he? Oh, silly question. How was he elected? Like, what happened to? Who was the last mayor? Um, no. So, what happens is because it to said a, today on the radio he's only there until October, October next, next year. year. Yes. So, correct. what happened there? Is so. It, Every year, um, and it's not a silly question because most people wouldn't know how no. it works. So every year there's a statutory meeting of council which generally comes after the local government elections. Yep. The local government elections are every four years, but every year there's a statutory meeting to elect a new mayor yep. should a council want to elect a new mayor or keep the same one in. Yep. Um, because being a mayor is a really 
tough, oh, time-consuming yeah. job. Yeah, and Anne Young's done a magnificent job. Yeah. And people really like her. Yeah. Um, but she is um, – I think it's really worn her out. Yeah. Um, and I, I think she would probably agree that she's she probably needs a nap more than she would she's like to admit. She's going to stay on as councillor, yeah, yeah. because our, the next election is not until next year. Okay. So she's staying on um, but didn't run again for mayor. Yep. Um, so Bill Moore was elected unopposed and Chris Jeffrey was elected as the deputy. Now, yep. we haven't had a deputy the last 12 months, um, but I think working together with a yep. deputy is, is a good thing. Well, what so. I did like when you interviewed him on the ABC radio this morning mm. was that um, – Issues that he brought up were water, yep. which and is big. He and is the one that's read the Water Act yep. and the Murray Darling Basin. Like he knows, he's an almost an expert on yeah. the issue. And then also he spoke about uh, Ronville and the housing. Mm-hmm. So is the Ronald Street, yes, yes, subdivision. And, um, yep. He spoke about getting that done in the next twelve months. Mm-hmm. So, which is great. Yeah, you know, showing a bit of interest, which is really really good. The big news of the week: mm. Brodie Grundy signed a seven-year deal mm. for the Pies. Who? Cares. Great, great effort. But now we might be able to fit the goey or more or pendles in. So, yeah, I don't know. Eddie, Eddie might have to get rid of some of his water to pay for <laughs> these guys. So, <laughs> I know. now this is a discussion that I had. There's a real, um, I don't know what the word is, but I suppose there's a there's a misperception that Eddie Maguire, Malcolm Turnbull, and Penny Wong own all the water in Australia. No, they don't. The Commonwealth they, does. They, well, yeah, <laughs> they might own a fair percentage, but Eddie Maguire may or may not own that much water. We don't know because we can't tell. But my That's one of the is, issues. My, my argument, Jade, mm. is that he should own no water. Or should Penny Wong or Correct. should Malcolm Turnbull because they have not got land. Correct. So soon as – well, this is for another – when Fred gets here, we'll talk about it. But mm. at the end of the day, if you're not a landholder, mm-hmm. you should not have a water right. No, Simple correct. as that. Yeah, I You agree. should not be making money out of water. No. You know, I've got legal workers working for me at the moment and I tell and them – And how are they working out for you? Yeah, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> Trying to do the right thing. But anyway, um, and I tell them about the water situation and they like – what, you've got to pay for water that comes out of the river? I mm. said, of course we do. Mm. Oh, in our country, river water is river water. You can do whatever you like with it. And I said, we're not here. Where are they coming from? Uh, Malaysia. Yep. Um, there's a couple from uh, Singapore. I think there's okay. a couple there. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, look, that's the other thing that come in, uh, into place at the end of October mm. and we've got to deal with that. And mm-hmm. I think every every block is having a crack trying to do the right thing with that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, just these little challenges. But – all in all, we're really happy at the moment because the grapes are looking really good. The crops are good. That's good. The markets. I was going to say, what's the, p- the prices yeah. like? Good the prices. Well, look, I think after we spoke about those figures mm. from Noel Costa, mm. um, a lot of blockies actually have sat down and done their figures, and yeah. they worked out well. We can't sell grapes for twenty five bucks anymore. That's good. So That's what we need to do. Every, so the blockies every, are aware of yeah. what's going on. So yeah. I think every guy has actually sat down and done their sums and said, "Right, no, we've got to make twenty eight yeah. to thirty dollars a box." Yeah. Minimum. And then the the supermarkets and the exporters and the traders need to go, okay, well, if nobody's going to sell them to us for less than that, then we need to step up. And that's as simple as that because the supermarkets hold more power than anyone's willing to admit to or to speak about. And the wineries are still dragging their their feet. Mm -hmm. I still haven't got a price for next year's vintage. Really? Yeah. Oh, December now. They're going to release it in December. Yeah, we're only probably four to six weeks off harvest then, so what are you going to do? You're not going to let them go, are you? Yeah, well, that's so, exactly right. But I was at the golf club Saturday night and spoke to a couple of really wise men in um, Peter McIntosh and Peter Cram. He is a very oh, wise man, isn't he? Blown away. Yeah. yeah. I was blown away. Just sat there for about a half an hour with these guys, had a beer, and um, 
Jesus, the knowledge these old got, these older guys have got. Uh, we should get Macarine. Oh, actually. he'd be great. Yeah, he'd be unbelievable. You know, I sat there and I was like blown away. Well, especially with the water issue because he's been on the boards and all that kind mm. of stuff for a long, long time. Mm. And yeah, some of the things he said, um, yeah, really hit home. And mm. if we don't do something about it, you know, we could be in trouble. Actually, so. you know what? We should get him in mm. next week. He'd be great. He would be great. Yeah, he yeah. actually had um, had a quiet word to me before I ran for the whole council yeah. thing. Um, it actually filled me with a bit of confidence because, yeah. you know, I've always been a little bit scared of Peter McIntosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've known him through Choco, his son, or James, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, through the footy days and whatever. And, yeah, just um, seeing him and Crampy there the other night, I thought, I'm going to have a beer with these boys. So I yeah. did, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think as growers and youngish growers, if we can listen to these sort of guys, look, it's – it's our time to stand up and do something about it because mm. they've been there and done that. But if we can use their knowledge, same as Tony Taylor, use someone like that as a, their knowledge, mm. you know, we're going to be better for it. Yeah, so. well, absolutely. Luke's uh, always coming home from the golf club going, oh, I was talking to Peter McIntosh yeah. and he said this and that. And I'm mm. like, well, yeah, okay, well, you should listen to that. Exactly. Right. Um, rather than listen to me because I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, we're going to get Joe Captain from Mally Bolt by Solar on the phone very, very soon. Good. It's been a long time between drinks, but Quentin Norton's back. He's been on holidays. I have. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time over in China. How we was China? The kids behind, which was <laughs> better. We, uh, yeah, no, it was really good. We uh, had 10 days over there and uh, ticked off all the big ticket items, like, you know, the, yeah. the Great Wall and the um, Terracotta Warriors. Yeah, how was that? Amazing. Terracotta Warriors. Yeah. Fascinate me. Really. I didn't realise that they were all destroyed. So the ones that are standing, they were just recreate. Like they got all the pieces and glued them all back together. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so they're still doing it. They're still putting all these pieces back together. And yep. um, yeah, like there's 60,000 in. Oh, it's just insane. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. What, yeah. What, what are they there for? It was a Do they know? It was a dude's tomb. So he was. <laughs> a dude. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know which dude. It was just a dude way back when. And uh, he, you know, to protect himself in the afterlife, um, he pretty much replicated his army that he had to conquer the yep. again. So each terracotta warrior is individual. So they, like, it's not, you know, just stamped out or whatever. That They made each one individually and, and put them in the in the tomb. And is there 60,000 or something? Yeah, like it's yeah. a huge amount. And they've got three pits now that they've opened up. So... And his actual, where he was buried, is separate from where he had his army to protect him. Well, it'd have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you'd think that, you know, you'd have the coffin in the middle and all the army around mm. it. But he's not. He sort of put them in a strategic position and he was buried somewhere else. Uh. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's really fa- cool. that fascinates me, the terracotta warrior thing. Mm. Yeah. amazing. Caught up with um, your old mate Stacey. Doyle? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We caught up in uh, – because we flew into Beijing and then out of Shanghai and they live in Shanghai. And, yeah. Uh, it was really interesting to go out there because they give you the um, the local um, view on things. Like when you go on these tours, because it's sponsored by the uh, Chinese government, it, it, you just go where the government tells you, yeah. you mm. to go. So you don't actually get to hear about, you know, um, poverty or whatever it may be. Or And he lives in – well, you would call it a gated – community like he he lives in this uh, area outside of shanghai which is he works for an international school and um there's a lot of the the teachers live in this uh community and so he took us around locally and uh had a feed with him it was yeah it was yeah. really good to catch up awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah told him about the podcast and he, he said no nah, i'm already all over it. i was gonna <laughs> say oh we've already got listeners in china <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no nah, all already all over it yeah so no nah. shout we'll out to, to stacy yeah we'll yeah. have to get him on 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Lana and Cullen, we, um, yeah, so uh, Cullen was very excited to have. He's how old is he now? Uh, he, well, he's just before school, so I'd say be four or five. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe five. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Around that age. Around that age. Ish. And uh, he still, they had um, a dress up day. Oh, it was like, you know, because uh, obviously they're Canadian, but yeah. um, he was born in Australia mm. and he still calls himself Australian. <laughs> Yeah, I still say g'day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's cool. Awesome. Um, now let's talk about RDHS, first of all. Yes, let's, because we've got our AGM coming up, mm. uh, which is the 26th of November. We've changed the time norm. We had in the past had it at uh, lunchtime, but this time we've changed it up so that people can come, hopefully, uh, at 5.30 at night on the 26th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's a bit of a... A feed afterwards so mm-hmm. if you're keen to come uh, the AGM will not take long you'll get to listen about our activities throughout the year and uh, then have a bit of a bite to eat before we leave and a guest speaker a fantastic guest speaker fantastic and more speaking speaker. you can speak if you want to I didn't know about it <laughs> What do I speak about? <laughs> it was good. The actual blurb that you have got on the thing I do, I went, oh, so, oh, there you go. I've learned a bit just in that little blurb, so it would be interesting to hear. That's probably the standard one that gets sent out, is yeah, it? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah well, uh, well, Mara made the mistake of saying, you can speak about whatever you want to, Jade, and I went, ooh, that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think, you know, I need parameters. No, no, make it interesting, mm, whatever. Yeah, mm, well, okay. That's also a very dangerous adjective, Quentin. <laughs> hey, now, you also, and I... On, also, no, on. while we're on uh, RDHS, we've yes. got uh, board applications open now and they close on the uh, 2nd of December, I think. Oh. So if you are interested in becoming a board member, uh, we will certainly uh, welcome new applications. Mm. So uh, you just get in contact with Sarah Farnsworth at the hospital, uh, at the health service, I should say, mm-hmm. and um, she'll give you info on how to apply. So cool. what qualifies you to be a board member of RDHS? Uh, upright and breathing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you will get trained. If you haven't done board things before, then you will get trained. There's yep. an induction process and then there's training. So don't let uh, lack of experience stop you. Uh, we, as a board, you want to have um, a, a wide cross-section of uh, people. So mm. young, old, male, female, uh, disabilities, ATSI, cold, you know, whatever it may be, we want a wide range of voices on the board. So um, if you think that uh, whoever you are is underrepresented, then jump on board. And board training is really good training too. It, like it's it, really valuable. It is. It's um, It's been a really good learning curve for me throughout mm. Um, my term on the board. Mm. So it's been, uh, it's a very different way of thinking when you're thinking strategically as mm. opposed to operationally. So um, it's it's really, it's a good thing. And you get paid these days. Do you? Yeah, they just started paying us this year. It's amazing. There you go. So it's a paid gig. Oh, there you go. I had no idea. I thought board members were mostly, apart from the big ones, that, that do Well, pay. that's how it used to be. So it used yeah. to be like, uh, depending on the type of hospital, like uh, the tertiary hospitals like um, Bendigo and all that sort of stuff, was the, they were the paid gigs. Yeah. And then um, all our, us little mm. uh, regional health services, uh, no no pay. Yeah. But then there was a, a big uh, public inquiry that came out and then uh, outcomes from that inquiry said, well, um, we need to start paying these people and with um, extra pay becomes hopefully, extra responsibilities, yeah. they will um, make an effort to mm. complete their job well. Well, that's good. Mm. Yeah. It is good. That's and great. it does make you, um, you know, accountable. Yeah, it so does make you more accountable. Yeah, so, mm. you know, if you get paid like a counsellor, if yeah. you get paid, then you're, you're accountable to um, 
people you're getting paid to do a job, so well, do your job. That's exactly right. Not that being a counsellor gets you paid much, but you no, know, well, it's, it's the a same start. The board. Yeah, <laughs> well, six, it's, it's a to- an allowance. It's a token oh, six effort. figures. <laughs> yeah, six dollars fifty. Um, Last time we spoke, Quint, you were going to Tasmania. Yeah, the, for the conference. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, geez, that, uh, yeah, that's a month a ago. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, so I went to the um, suicide uh, prevention uh, conference and that was uh, quite heavy. It's a, mm. uh, it was a, um, a three-day conference and uh, talking about that subject matter for three days really yeah. does take it out of you. Yeah. Full year. <laughs> and mm. um, so that was – and that was just before – so I came back from Tasmania and then flew straight out to China. So yeah. it was um, – yeah, it was a everyone, but it was really, really good because of where it sits for our uh, RESP network that we have now, the Suicide yep. Prevention Network. That we, uh, so Romvale Houston Suicide Prevention Network. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had our third meeting a uh, couple of nights ago. Something, uh, Monday. Monday night. Monday night, yep. And uh, so it was good to be able to uh, glean ideas from other networks and to see what other people are doing so we can um, hopefully uh, – pull in some ideas to what we can do here in Rome. Yeah, mm. awesome. Mm. Oh, with the view of preventing suicide. Mm. Exactly right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, what do we, uh, There's a training on this Saturday too, there isn't is. there? Yeah, yes. we have to mention For that. For four hours. Four hours. So um, you can call the number 1-800-100-024 and that's to register for training from 10 o'clock till 2.30 mm-hmm. um, and it's um, training in uh, suicide prevention. So it's about if, you know uh, – someone's in need, um, mm. what to do, who to contact yeah. and how to go uh, about helping them out. Mm. So it's not mental health first aid as such. It's just a no. a training so you've got some some tools in your toolbox and know what to do to be if you're faced yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if that means, you know, you know being able to uh, have the understanding of who to call and, um, you know, uh, refer people to mm. other people, then that's how it is. Mm. So, yeah, it's a, I'm going to it. I'll be on shift but um hopefully i won't get a call and i'll mm. be, be going to it and no it should be good it should be really good yeah it should be um now the last thing the last little thing that you're involved with is the um what, what here we gonna, go what what are you going to mention here no nothing well it's another thing that quentin and i are involved in which is the robinvale euston accommodation oh, committee donnie sit down uh, we'll no get we'll get there <laughs> Well, you said the last thing, but here we go. No, no. Oh, no. Well, the last thing of any importance that no. people should know about is the Robin Vale Euston Accommodation Committee. Now, this is a committee, and I came into it late, I suppose, um, but it's being incorporated now, and there's a few really big things happening, which is great. So this is a committee that's been formed to hopefully offer some solutions to accommodation in Robin mm. Vale yeah. um, with regard to executive style, I suppose we're talking executive style accommodation. That's in, correct. In the so, immediate future. Uh, the health service and uh, the corporates like... Um, Select, Select, Harvest, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, CMV, mm-hmm. uh, it's all the, the, well, most of the people we've tried to get in contact with have actually tried to get Fred on as well to, mm-hmm. for a grower's input. Mm-hmm. And um, so all get together to have an idea about, well, what can we do um, locally to, mm-hmm. to help this, to alleviate this? Because the health service um, would, uh, obviously, if we had housing for doctors, that would um, tick off one other yeah. you know, barrier that we don't have to yes. become. So uh, the idea is to build housing mm-hmm. um, through philanthropic um, uh, resources, mm-hmm. so to, to get some corporates to throw some money in, mm-hmm. build a house, and then um, hopefully make it self-sustaining in the end, mm-hmm. so that yeah. um, 
one house pays for the next pays for the next, yep. similar to what the council to what council's is doing. doing. And I suppose yeah. that's council's contribution to to the not that it won't be run through the committee, but it's it's sort of council's contribution, the Ronald Street subdivision, which will be just sinking some money in and building two houses yep. at a time, and hopefully selling them and then building the next two, yep. um, which is similar to what this is. And, yeah. I, and we'll have a. An exciting announcement that I don't think we can announce just yet. Jeez, we're announcing a lot today. Yeah, Keep going. Keep and going. this this is a fantastic thing. I was punching the air at uh, the last meeting. I was a call in because we meet on a Tuesday, and Tuesday is generally um, council day. But there was an announcement. So that will be formally announced into the media and to the public very, very soon. But the uh, the committee itself has to be incorporated first. Yeah, cool. Um, so um, we're getting there. It's yeah. been a long road, but we're getting there. We like, are. We'll, we'll just keep trying. Yeah. yeah so, um, so I'm chair of that committee, and Quinton is the treasurer or secretary, and Glenn Stewart's the other office bearer. Yeah. Well, that was the one where I was in China, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I just got. Nominated Got for roped into it. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's it. That's, that's, yeah. that's why it should be. Yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, Network House as well because mm. the coordinator position is open at the oh, moment. Yes. So this would be a great job. Well, for the right person, I think it would. Yeah. Like they, it would be a very rewarding job. Yes. As well as um, the hours, uh, 30 hours a week, can you can fit it into if you have kids or something mm, like yeah. that. Um, uh, but so that position um, closes on the 22nd of the 11th. So get your um, application. Has there been many applicants for it? It's been a couple. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that'd be good. Fantastic. And I don't, I think. If I was going to, I'd be a little bit intimidated about Carolyn Carol, setting yeah, the, like having did, to fill yeah. those shoes. But she said herself that people shouldn't want to replace her. They need to make it their own position. I'm like, oh, see, that's a very Carolyn thing to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, Put their yeah. own yeah. spin on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, which is great. And yeah. speaking of Network House, I have a um, certificate oh. of appreciation. Oh, here for you. Oh, look. Thanks. Straight to the pool room. <laughs> that is a <laughs> thank you uh, from the workhouse for the uh, Osher night. Oh, yeah, well thanks. thanks. For doing that. Oh, beautiful. That's, that is another one to stick up in the office. In the pool room. <laughs> oh, shut up. Um, now, now, lastly, thanks for coming, you quick. two. <laughs> no, let's talk about basketball. Yes. You two, junior basketball. It's we, the, uh, we, uh, the battle of the coaches. Yeah, we had a crack at each other last first week. First time I've come back, so because I was obviously away and I came back and uh, I'm one from one. You actually that's coaching it? Wow. Yeah, I'm coaching, but I've been away for... Oh, okay, that's what so, they yeah, weren't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I was... But I, yeah. yeah, they touched us up. Yeah, our boys... <laughs> really? So you've lost now? Well, yes, and we're going to get beaten again tonight. Are we you play, ch- the, play the top side tonight, so we'll oh, be... Uh, don't say that. You can't go into a game saying we're going to get Jay, beaten. We won two in a row, then I decide we'll start training. So we started training and they've been don't train. Went to water. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, don't so train. So guess what I call training got, off Sunday. No training. <laughs> I've got training tonight before the game and I'm like, oh, no, maybe no. that's not a good idea. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I'll tell no. you what though, because I've been sort of co-coaching our team with Steve Bowden um, and Steve does a great job and, yeah. you know, awesome. But even just coaching our girls, like the Brigandi girls and Nania and Margaret, they sort of hadn't, hadn't been really taught the fundamentals mm. of – dribbling, defensive stance and zone defence. Yeah. So I was like, you guys have managed to get this good just based on your natural talent yeah, yeah. and and not much else. I mean, you know, they've been coached coming through but they're not really the, had the training sessions yeah. and things that I used to have as a kid. Um, so if you guys have got that from under 12 and can develop that, yeah, but oh. the problem is 
Quint knows how to play, knows how to coach. I've got no idea. Well, YouTube, to, Donny. I, I think YouTube. We, oh. we, would, we would be a good team because I, I know how to play, but I don't know how to coach. I've got, <laughs> got 80 currents sitting next to me and 80's got a bit of an idea. And yeah. I've got, all I'm good for is just right every minute and a half making a sub. <laughs> yeah, sub, yeah. sub. Hey, speaking well, first of. Week, first week I was like, sub, sub, sub. <laughs> That's a timeout, not a sub. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you do know how to play. You had 17 points last Ooh. week. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you, what, you don't check your own stats? Oh, of course I do, as soon as I get home. <laughs> 30 uh, possession <laughs> footy game. Well, I, uh, That's a lot. Week, yeah, yeah. Well, a, f- a few years ago, I think I won the um, – uh, when was it? It was probably about five years ago. I don't know. I won the – I was a top scorer. Really? In, of the league, yeah. Like so. putting, dropping three-pointers all over the place. Yeah, I was on a bit of a run with the threes. Yeah. yeah. Mainly because I, I tried to drive in and I was getting rejected. Yeah. So I just – I'll stay out. <laughs> or it gets to the point, and I say this to the young refs, oh, congratulations to Nania and Margaret got their shirts yeah, on Monday so night, no, which yeah, is well great. Mm. Yay, extra refs. But I say to the girls when you're umpiring the men, the first half you'll do a bit of running, but in the second half no, everyone gets tight, so they just start shooting <laughs> yeah. threes. Yeah, I'm shooting threes they, from halfway. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because they don't want to run anymore. <laughs> so yeah. – well done. Quentin, thank you very much for Thanks, coming Quint. in today. No worries at all. Thanks uh, Yeah, it's been a while, so don't make sure it's not this long. You got yeah. any other trips planned? Uh, no, we're broke now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Building a house too, aren't really, you? Yeah, that's yeah. why we're broke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, trips to China and building and, houses. And I learnt my lesson this time. I uh, the girls from um, out at Women's Store have had lunch, and last time mm. I ate before I came. No, yeah. no, no, I'm, I was starving. When I came here. I was like, yep, yeah, nice. straight, straight into it. Where yeah. is that gone? That's so gone. Oh, Marion took it, so yeah. she's probably eaten it all. But yeah. it's delicious. Did you? Oh, yeah. You've eaten it. Yeah, 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 it's delicious. Awesome, awesome lamb salad, yeah. Quentin. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Quint. We're now talking solar with Joe from the Mallee Bulk Buy uh, Solar Program. Is that how I say it? Do we call it the MASH or the Community Solar Boat Bulk Buy? <laughs> oh, hi there, Jade. Um, we call it the Mallee Sun Solar Bulk Buy. Right. Um, so that's the name of it. Yeah, and there's a, a website for it, which is Solar. .org.au. Yes, that's what I've got up here. <clears throat> so there's two information sessions coming up in Robinvale next week on Tuesday and Wednesday. Even Donnie has sort of said, Donnie's here with me. He's, Hi, Hi there, Donnie. Hey, Hi, how you going? Hi, how you good. going? I'm good. He's sort of expressed interest in the Farmer's Bricky event on, at the Golf Club on Wednesday morning because... Awesome. Well, food. There's got to be food at meetings, otherwise it could be an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, there's a free Bricky. It should be really tasty. Mm, it should be. Now, let's talk about the one, first of all, on the Tuesday night. This is the one for homes and businesses, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so for homes, um, householders um, in the main who are looking to uh, put solar power system on their home, and if they also have a business interest, yes, we can certainly help them out with that too. But most of the people who are coming along to our info meetings in Swan Hill, and we did do one in Robinvale a couple of months ago, are looking at solar going on their home. That's right. So that's what we're really going to be talking about that night on Tuesday the 19th. I'm a farmer. I grow, oh, yeah. I grow, <clears throat> grow grapes, obviously. So you're going to have a farmer's one on the Wednesday, is that right? Yeah, Wednesday morning, that's for farmers, yep. But so I'm a household owner as well, so can I double dip? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Well, there's basically two um, really quite exciting opportunities in terms of money from the state government. Yeah. One is for households. So if you put solar on your home, yeah. um, there is a rebate for that from the state government. Yep. And it's called the solar panels um, rebate. Yeah. And it's worth up to $2,225. Yep. Um, at the moment, that's what it's worth. And on top of that, the state government is um, is offering um, an interest-free loan over four years right. um, for the same amount as they give in the rebate. Okay. So that can equal like basically $4,500 um, support for solar. Obviously, half of that is, is a loan though. Yeah. So it brings down basically the cash outlay for yeah. going solar. What is the cash like when you're talking about setting your home up for solar yeah. and installing batteries and panels? Mm. What kind of cost are we talking about? Oh, great. I've done the spreadsheet. I've got it oh. right in front of me. Yeah, I love a spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good to talk about that. So um, so we have um, a standard system, which is um, basically the inverter is warranty for, has a product warranty for 10 years. Yeah. And if you look at the 3.3 kilowatt system size, which is 10 panels, that is um, the cost on that just for a standard installation like single phase, Mm -hmm. comes in at $4,480. But then if you qualify for the rebate, and to be honest, most people do, your property needs to be worth up to $3 million, no more. Your householding... You're right, Donnie, on that, or is that a bit like uh, uh, Donnie's, yeah. worth, Donnie's worth Brazilians? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, Donnie. Oh, that's <laughs> going to count you out, is it? And your joint household income cannot be more than $180,000. Uh, you're done. Yep. <laughs> cool. Are you no, done? Are you, Donnie? Yeah, okay, no, so. No, surely we can work something out. No, but for the average household. Yeah, are you, for, you're, you're, yeah, say for someone in town who's getting a power bill of like $2,000 a quarter over summer well, and they want well, to put in. Well, that's big. Yeah. yeah, I know, but, you know, this happens. when, you, mm, when you've got, yeah. How much did you say, Jay? Two grand a quarter. Two grand a quarter. I, yeah. I pay I pay. More than that, a quarter. For, just for your house, Whoa. or is all yours together. Oh, that's that's um, reverse cycle heating and cooling yeah. in the house, um, swimming pool. Yeah. Um, no, See, it's not out of the realms of possibility. No, no, like two thousand dollars, no. I think around here now yeah. is yeah, about yeah, average. Because sure. you got to look here, Jay. We get cold winters, so you yeah. got your reverse cycle going all day, and the summers are hot, so you you never turn it off. Oh, we never turn on. ours off ever. So, um, so yeah, basically, yeah. a quarter. I'm, I'm paying over two grand a quarter. Yeah. So, um, well, you're probably looking at a system a bit bigger than what I just described, yeah, to be yeah, honest, sure, yeah, and that's yeah. not a problem. So we can literally do any size system. It all sort of depends on what's possible in terms of um, your property yep. and whether you're on single-phase power or um, three-phase. Mm. Um, but, you know, like typically on single-phase power, assuming that the network distributor, so that's the company that owns the poles and lines, yeah. and in the, in Swan Hill and Robinvale, that is power core. Yep. Now, typically the rule is that they'll let you put on um, an inverter on single phase that has five kilowatt yep. capacity, but yep. then you can oversize the panels right. by um, a bit, so bringing it up to like 6.6 kilowatt on the panels. Yep. So if you're looking at a system that, Size, it's 
going to certainly make a dent in your um, electricity bill, but you might even want to go bigger. So we are definitely selling, you know, to to people. Are you on three-phase power there for your home, Donnie? Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, I've got three-phase. Yeah, I think you would. So you might want to go then to 10 kilowatts. Yeah, right. Yep. So the 10 kilowatt is going to basically um, cost, <clears throat> before all the rebates, it's going to cost you, um, you know, as a standard installation, assuming you've not got some fancy kind of super pitched roof or stuff yeah. like going like that going on, yeah. you know, it's about eleven thousand four hundred. Yep. But then, if you take off the rebate, that brings it down to nine thousand one hundred and fifty. Yep. And then, if you if you basically then take off the interest free loan, so if you get the rebate, you can also get the interest free loan. Yep. So pretty much everyone. Um, we know going through the Mallee Bulk Buy who qualifies for the rebate goes, hey, yeah, why not? I'll take that interest-free money off the government. That's yeah. a great thing. Yeah, of course. Yep. So um, they that brings down the cost out, you know, the cash outlay, yep. upfront outlay that you'd pay to the solar supply down to $6,925. That's worth it. And then if you look at what that might, might do in terms of your bill savings, I've modelled it, and yeah. as you might gather, I like my spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And if you basically base it on a... Um, where you're going to save your money is obviously using it during the daytime, using your solar, yep. your electricity generated by solar, instead of buying it from the grid. So if yep. you buy it from the grid, I don't know what you're paying, Donnie. Do you know what you're paying for your daytime power? Jeez. About 25 cents maybe yeah, per kilowatt hour? 30 cents per kilowatt hour, I reckon it is. I think it was a bit cheaper. Oh. I reckon it was a bit cheaper. I reckon mm. I got a deal at about 17 cents, I reckon. Jeez, that's good. Oh, well, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Was, yeah, but that's over a few properties. Like, I'm not just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, all, my, yeah. Pro- all my properties are linked into one <laughs> bill. So, um, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But so... If, well, on average, the average for Victorian households for what they pay for their daytime power is 25 cents per kilowatt hour. So I've kind of, we've modelled the savings on that. And if you're able to use at least 40% of the power that your solar system generates in the daytime, so if you're able to use it um, as it's being generated, you know, like because of your air con or you've got your dishwasher on, all of that, on the system size that we're talking about, typically you'd be able to save about $2,500 at least off your bill annually, okay. so that then means you've 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 put you've chipped in six thousand nine hundred. Yep. Obviously, part of that is a is a loan for two thousand two hundred twenty five, yep. but that's a cash outlay. Yep. So the payback on your just straight cash outlay is three years. Yep. And if you look at the payback on the amount that you um you you you, you pay um just you know obviously the uh, um, with, without with taking out the rebate, but not counting in the loan because obviously you have to pay that back. Yeah. The payback still is four years, so um, you know. And it sounds to me like you'd probably do better than that yeah. anyway because your bills are so high. Yeah. So if you look at that, you know that this is the reason I think why the rebate is so popular yep. because it just reduces the payback. Mm. If I don't use mm. that, don't use that during the day. Where, where will that end up back in the grid? Yeah, well, it's sort of um, no. So yeah, if you if you if you're not using the power as as it's being generated, um, it will be exported to the grid. Do I get paid for that? And yeah, yeah. So you will get um, a, a credit yep. on your electricity bill for that. So it's called um, a feed-in tariff. We use big um, cool rooms, they're called, to like 
bring the temperature down in our grapes. Um, mm. Now, we need them running 24 hours a day, like from mm. January through to May, April, May, around then. Um, mm. So it's okay during the day we're using the power in the grid to to um, get these cool rooms going if we've got solar panels on our roofs. But what happens when it mm. goes to night? Is this where the batteries kick in? Yeah, so then we're talking about your farm, right? Yeah, so we, yeah. we've moved off the house, yeah, we're onto the, the house. farm. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah, so this is when we can talk about what's on the table for farmers, which yep. is different. Um, and now this is through Agriculture Victoria, so okay. obviously um, a, a department of state, state government. Um, and they've got something called the Agriculture Energy Investment Plan. Right. And through that, that um, plan, which is sort of a chunk of $30 million right. allocated for farmers in Victoria, they've got something called on-farm energy grant. Yep. This grant's available for, you know, dishing out to eligible farmers until March next year. Right. Now, in your situation, um, you, to qualify, you'd have to have um, an annual power bill of at least $8,000, including GST, yep. each nice. year. And that's all... That's your electric, your gas, yep. your LPG, your diesel, yep. but not your transport costs. So it's yep. those things for running your farm. Yeah, we would all qualify. You've got to be – you qualify on that? Okay, yeah, for sure. good, good. Um, most, I think a lot of the big farmers in the region do. Yeah. Um, pretty easy. And then you must be a primary producer. Yep, that qualify. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got to have an ABN. Qualify. Legal entity. Qualify. Yeah, and then um, so the process is that sounds good. I think you qualify. I so think this could be something yeah. for you. Just give me the money. Um, yeah, yeah, give me the money. Well, I wish. <laughs> um, there's a two-step process, but honestly, it's it's not it's not too much of a pain. All yeah. you've got to do first step is um, is a free um, on-site energy assessment. Now this is done and organised by Agriculture Victoria, so it's nothing to do with us. Yep. or the Mally Sun Bog Buy Program, or Council, who's obviously a partner in this program. It's all done through Agriculture Victoria. So they'll then they'll come from, obviously have a chat to you, boom, boom, write the report, and they'll give you a list of recommendations. Yep. And then from there, you look at it and go, um, look, I like um, recommendation A and B, but I don't want C and D. Yep. So you can choose which ones you want to go with. And then um, you have to go and get, like, I think, two quotes. Um, for, you know, um, from suppliers to deliver. So does that mean we can still use local suppliers to install all of this and supply the systems that we're having built? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, through the Mally Sun Solar Bulk Buy, we do use local installers, so we're big on that. Um, So the local installer who works on the program is Gary Schmidt Electrical. Yep, yep. Heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they... yeah, yeah. So they they obviously know the area really well, and it's great because it's local jobs, and it means local, you know, um, yeah. local work. Terrific. So the sessions are Tuesday the nineteenth at six thirty till eight mm. o'clock, um, and yep. then there is another one. Is that one at the golf club as well? That is, isn't it? Yeah, yep, they're Tuesday. both at the Robin Bell yep. Golf Club. Yep. And yep. then the free farmers brekkie is at seven thirty to eight thirty on the following Wednesday, um, and that's the yeah. one for the larger scale that Donnie's talking about, and is obviously qualified for. So yeah. you should so go along, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's Wednesday the twentieth, yeah. so it's next week. Yes. So yeah, it's um 
yeah, Tuesday next week and Wednesday next week, yeah. and it would be fabulous to see as many people as possible from yeah. Robinvale because it is a great chance, I think, now. Um, you know, solar does really make sense, and particularly in an area like Robinvale where the sun is just so abundant. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it's got right. More daylight hours in uh, the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. More sunshine, yeah, seriously, sunny yeah. days of the year than the Gold Coast. Yeah, Joe, thank you for sparing us some of your time today. You're obviously very busy preparing for all of these sessions and um, coordinating all this. So thank you very much for your time, and we will see you next week. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for that. Yeah, can I just make one final little mention because sure. it might be of real interest to people in the region. Um, obviously, this is um, a program done in partnership with Swan Hill Rural City Council, um, for which we're really, um, you know, grateful. Um, And we're really excited that in, um, and this is a bit of a a Um, pre-announcement, in the next week, yeah, so you're getting the scoop, um, next next week we will be announcing together with council the first um, uh, gift through the program, which will be um, a free solar system um, of five kilowatts. Yeah. For a, a, a community group, a not-for-profit community group oh, um, in the city, uh, the rural city of Swan Hill. So obviously, including Robinvale, yeah. and we want obviously as many, um, you know, uh, groups to apply for this. And wow. it will be a fully funded, free five kilowatt system. Well, Joe, so, you've, just, um, um, you've just, I've actually got. Jade is actually our <laughs> member for council here for Swan Hill Council, and she yeah. she knew nothing about it. So you've just thrown. Yeah, I know. I may or may not have. I may or may not be able to say anything about oh, it. Okay, there you go. I so. know. Look, I might get in trouble for saying it, but I just thought um, I'd really love to get that news no, out to the people great. of Robin Bell. Yep. So there you go. So what do they do to apply for that? Um, it will be on the website okay. Mally Sun Solar, and it will also be on the council website next week. Yeah. Beautiful. And we'll link all the details for what we've chatted about today on our website as yep. well, so you can go and have. Have a look at that, but um, community groups that need solar, I would suggest you start getting your ducks in a row mm. um, to apply yeah. for, yeah, it's for this system. Five yeah, nice. that's yeah. a nice system. Joe, thank you very much once again for your time today. Uh, we will see you next week in Robinvale. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, see you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That's what my mum would say to me. <laughs> So we're now going to talk water, as Donnie likes to do. But we've got uh, Fred Dasoni, a new guest to the podcast. How are you, Fred? I'm very well. That's good. Welcome to our little uh, little podcast here, mate. Thanks, so. Donnie. And I'd like to thank Jade for this forum because it's bloody brilliant. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Well, it's, you know, it is my little baby. It's, what you know, what I like to do. It's my happy place. Even yeah. if I am up to 2 o'clock in the morning staring at the screen, Luke's like, oh, I'm just going to leave you. Oh, that I'll only means you like it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love it. And it's a good thing, I think. So we got you in to talk about you went to the – you've been to all of these conferences, the Lower Murray Water Growers Conference. You went to the ACCC. You went as well, didn't you, Donnie? Oh, I went to Lower Murray one, yeah. You didn't go to the ACCC no, one. No, I didn't okay. make it. So – but you've managed to get a group or a network of growers together to come up with some ideas to submit to the ACCC with regard to the water industry plans, management, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, look. I think it sort of was born from – it's a pretty loose group, but it was pretty much born from frustration mm. and we're all feeling frustrated about the situation. And, um, you know, just generally, um, I think the apathy amongst growers is really, really frustrating um, and that's probably due to the fact that people don't know what to do and how to deal with it and sometimes it's easier to sort of just uh, these days – 
click a, a thumbs up button on, yeah. a, on a bit of social media <laughs> and, you, and, you, and, you, um, and you feel really happy about yourself, yeah. but it's really getting nowhere. And uh, I think um, it's getting to a stage where you've got to – You've got to get active in some capacity, and and I think that we've got growers that don't realise how how active they could be, even in any capacity that they've got, mm. or how, how effective they can how be. How effective they could be, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. That's what I keep saying to Donnie. Don't say dumb blocky because that's inaccurate. Mm. Like, I, like, I, I like to use that line. Yeah, yeah. I know everyone. Yeah. Everyone likes to be <laughs> self depreciating. I think, but it, I, I, do, I don't. I don't think that's fair. It's I not, really don't. It's not fair because we're running. Million dollar businesses now. Yeah, this the agriculture industry in this region alone is a multi billion dollar industry. Oh, so as as Osha blocky. said, mm, Osha is. said that uh, yeah, most millionaires by capita in this town. That was the first thing he googled. That's exactly so, right. Well, um, that's the first thing that comes up when you do Google. Yeah. Them, uh, Look, but that's, that, it's probably a disappointing stat, stat because I mean is. that's probably borne by um, the increase in um, capital capital investment into mm. the town, mm. and I suppose that's borne out of the increase in the in the property prices, mm. and yep. and it's reflected. From equity, I mean, yeah. we're not staring Cash. across at stacks of million dollar <laughs> yeah, exactly. bills, and I mean, that's what do you a disappointing. Mean? You're not oh, that's just a, sitting at the no, kitchen Fred, table at yeah. night counting your cash, Fred. Fred? Yeah, but just, it's, just it's disappointing when that yeah. stat gets rolled out because yeah. it it it's a negative blight on the town, and it's and it's a misrepresentation of a lot of hard work that's been done. Mm. But I think it hurts us too because um, um, yeah. other industries say, oh. There's plenty of money in table grapes, mm. so they can pay for water. They can do this. They can do that. But at the end of the day, it's it's about where we were and where we've come, mm. yeah. and what what we've about to achieve mm. in such a short, short time in the industry. Mm. It, it is a great industry to be involved in, but it's hard work that's got us there, mm. not luck. And it's the same with all of the industries, sort of post World War Two, when mm. the Italians and the Greeks emigrated out here. And my grandparents were the same, yep. um, they come out here with nothing and the grandparents have told us these stories for yeah, for, sure. for decades now. They came out with a vine in their hand and one shoe on their foot yep. um, and everyone has had to work their butts off to yep. get where we are now, which might be in a position to be able to pay for $1,000 a megalitre for water, mm. but that's not sustainable. No, it well. isn't, but, I mean, the trouble is that that line, unfortunately, wears thin on people. Yeah, of course um, it because, does. Because, I mean, I, I look at me growing up and – you know, as you get older, you start to realise a lot of things your parents, when you're a parent telling this mm, to your kids, you yeah. start to realise that what your parents say is, is a bit of merit to it. Yeah. And and the thing is, I, you know, I feel that there's a tone in the district that that message is probably starting to wear thin, I mm. think. And, and, you know, what we've got to be conscious about is making sure that if um, – that people know the right message and, you know, because, I mean, if I tell my kids, you know, mum and dad come over, my mum and dad come over for suitcase, they just can't relate to it, mm. you know what I mean? So it's more about getting the right message across and really, really nailing it, I think. Um, and because now as a 40-something-year-old, I sort of realise these things, but if you asked me that question when I was 15, 16 year old, years old, I, yeah. I really wouldn't have understood the gravity of what it, what mm. my parents did, I suppose. But just back to, I'd like to just touch back on the dumb blocky thing. I mean, yeah. one thing that I saw on the triple A uh, forum, and and this is like a bit of a sad sort of representation from from good knowledge that's out there in the grower base. Like if if you know there was a particular grower that got up um, and just made mention of um, a bit of history to do with the FMIT when that folded, and you know the consultants that were engaged in that. Um, we're probably engaged in favour of the ultimate decision by the government for the to justify their decision. Now, um, 
it wasn't the sorry the 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 people that were engaged by government actually favoured the growers rather than the decision that was made by by the government body to shut down the FMIT in Mildura, say, 10 years ago, the government just waved that and said it doesn't apply to what we're saying. Mm. And it was really the argument that the growers put forward in conjunction with that with that with um, with the the person that was actually uh, engaged to do that report. And, you know, fast forward to that last HCC meeting, you had a grower really sort of reflecting the fact that they weren't listened to. And, um, and it's, a, it's a bit of a sad reflection because... You know, it's a knee-jerk reaction and it's a, it's a line that we trot out just a dumb grower. But to be yep. honest, like we're being pushed to, to adhere to protocols and, and yep. corporate structures, mm. but we are ultimately still being treated as dumb growers. Mm. Our voice doesn't count. And the point is that there's a lot of damn good knowledge out there oh. and, and accurate knowledge and it's just not being counted because we don't have a formal title to our profession. 100%. So what title would you like? Oh, I'm comfortable with my title. I just want a bit of credit for what we yeah. do. Who does that? Who do you want that credit from? Oh, uh, look, apart they, from everybody. Yeah, but when they when they consult, I mean, look, I mean, you know, we're probably not as essential. And part of the, you know, the people that are left out of this drought situation is the dryland farmers. I yeah. Mean, yeah, you know, everyone's arguing about water, but the dryland farmers are doing it without water, mm. and and they're doing it just as tough as everyone else. But when you're asking who do we want credit for, um, I'm not here to soil my earth to to make it um not fit for my kids to to grow uh, a crop on mm. so we are custodians of our piece of dirt mm. we, you know they talk about um greenies and um ecological warriors mm. i mean we're not that mm. but we are taking care of our patch of dirt now yeah. i think that when you know i think the trouble is the argument these days that i think the biggest trouble these days is what was a discussion 15 years ago has turned into a very loud argument mm. and there's no room for a discussion mm. anymore. Is there, apart from the VFF and which arguably the Department of Agriculture, is there any one department or um, anybody else that, that gets consulted about issues that affect farmers directly to Commonwealth and state government that you can be a part of? I mean, I know Rob Albanese sits on the Lower Murray Water yep. and you have farmers sitting on the VFF are there farmers in the department? Who's to say? It's usually bureaucrats that sit within the departments. Is that a good place to start? Is um, that where – no? The, the trouble is covert, uh, co covertly in the last probably 10 years, before we even realised that our rights were being stripped, they were being stripped. Mm. So CSAC committees, their rights have been stripped. Mm. Like it's just tokenistic. And, I mean, the growers' conference that we went to a couple of weeks ago – I mean, really showed us that, you know, that is a growers' conference for growers yeah. to come and consult – it was really lip service and really Lower Murray Water there saying how fantastic of a job they were doing yep. and how tough their department is going to be doing it in front of a group of growers that just finished paying $1,000 a megalitre for water. I mean, regardless of what we're going through, I mean, that shows the disconnect between a government body that we pay for our, for our water and what they really think that their growers are, are thinking. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they thought that... Growers were going to rock up with anything but a bit of a towy attitude. Well, after listening to that crap, mm. I mean, it got really towy, yeah. um, and it, and it's sort of disappointing. So when you talk about who can we go to, um, it's really uh, this is this is why I got really frustrated in the last two weeks and really sort of pulled together a group of guys, and I don't even know where it's going to go, but we're really funneling funneling our efforts to 
the ACCC submission, mm. which is um, a response to their issue paper, which outlines what um, they're looking at. Mm. Um, and it just got to a stage where I was like, you know, you hear a lot of people say, I don't know what to do. I didn't know about it. Um, you know, I don't know how to do this. And it's like, well, you know what? That's not good enough. Mm. Um, it's really up to us because I think what's happening now is every single person out there is defending their patch. Yeah. And, you know, you've probably got an industry in the water trading market that has been there for the last 10 years and has become strong. They're defending their patch. You've got yep. corporates who own water. They're defending their patch. And if we, we as growers sit there and resign to the fact that we can't do nothing – well, there's corporate entities out there that have people in the corner of their office that are gonna that are gonna formally submit really really good arguments mm. to the ACCC while we sit there and we're too busy working. Mm. That's the that's the plain facts of the matter. Yeah, we yeah. are too busy working. So when you say where we can go to, um, a lot of our bodies, like someone like VFF, fantastic. But I mean, it's really frustrating seeing. The project, yeah, yeah, the other night, and I had real mixed feelings about it by the end of that because the media do a really good job, especially a place like the project, and the project's up there with um, the ABC, ABC being mm. that far left. You can't, you know, you can't tell where they they have where gone that way, haven't they? So the trouble is, you look at some like, something like the project, and it's almost, you know, you're talking about that issue of the labour hire licensing law being a national issue, but I don't know what other people in the district felt like, but it felt like the gun was loaded mm. and, and, and aimed straight at St. Yep. Mm. And it's a national issue. Well, Ali was on it. How did you feel about it? And she was um, supposed to come on this look, afternoon, but she's I'll, I'll give, time. I know I know Emma better than I know Ali, mm. and I'll give them both the benefit of the doubt to know how media can misconstrue a message. I think Emma's message – I think Emma did really well. I really do. It's oh. open to suggestion, though, because, I mean, uh, the project is, a, is really not – formulated for a rural no. consumer. No. It's it's really like a really trendy, you know, cutting edge sort of thing that's 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 um that's focused towards your inner city mm. people. And and the message that we took away from that is not the message that mm. an inner city consumer would take away from True. That. And well, and Tom Tilly is known who does yes. hack on Triple J yeah. in the afternoons. Yeah. yeah he that was is, a takeaway for me. Yeah. yeah. Tom but in his defence, he is the only one that actually mentioned that the growers are trying to do the right thing. Well, so, yeah, because he's yeah. I think he's trying to get into T V oh, like you yeah. listen to him on hack and you just yeah. half the time I'm driving home listening to him and I'm like Oh my god! Yeah. Like he wants me. He sometimes makes me want to scratch my eyeballs out. And I actually wrote him an email after that and said, "Tom, there's a couple of stories here that I think you'd be really interested yeah. in. Um, we'd love to, you know, get you involved in what mm. the growers are talking about on the podcast." Yeah. Of course, I've heard nothing back. Yeah. It would be interesting for him to come, and, and it's fine for the media or Tom Tilly to fly into Mildura for an afternoon and do these stories. But you don't get a feel for what's actually going on. You get some nice shots of him walking up and down mm. the block, and that's great. The end of the the fact of the matter is he's here for an afternoon. He doesn't actually know what's going. Come here for a week. Come yep. here for two weeks during the middle of harvest, and actually sit, sit down with Donnie. Sit down with Fred yep. and and pay some bills. Buy I think some water the only and see what the media di- coverage we got that was in our favour was a sixty minutes one. That was mm. that was pretty good. I thought yeah. that night. That and was, even then, sixty minutes. I was, yeah, it's still sixty minutes. But yeah. I thought that um, she'd done a pretty good job of that. Mm. Um, yeah, but. Whether, okay. whether it a, gets hurt or not, it's another thing. Mm. So. As a whole, though, 
me personally, I don't trust media. the media because the trouble is, I mean, they're coming here to chase a story. And the best example of that was your guest last week, Tony Natale, yeah. mm. and how he, in his best intentions, was when Four Corners come here, was out to deliver a really good message about what's happening here. They didn't want to hear that message. No. no. And that is the most disappointing thing about this because the media really focuses on the negative and and we can't actually we don't have a tool out there because in a lot of cases people are using illegal an illegal workforce mm. and there's some damn good stories out there mm. about outcomes there but we can't say them yeah. mm. and i've said this before and uh, uh, to to many at many meetings but it's just frustrating but um look you know it's that's part of the frustration so really what we're working towards is um uh, you know, there was a fantastic growers forum last week where, you know, there was a really, really good moderator who um, who was really there. It was probably the first meeting of that type that I went to that, the, you know, the growers had the ability to answer questions, not ask questions. And the moderator and the people that were around him were really there to probe the audience. And it was predominantly a grower-based audience. Mm. There was a few uh, water brokers that, you know, were there and um, a few corporates who, who all brought up fairly valid arguments. But the, the forum is really there. I mean, they're going to be going the length and breadth of the Lower Murray Water and they're mm. going to be talking to audiences that are going to be screaming so much louder and have a lot more political clout mm. than what we have. We really, in the scheme of things, the St. Raja District, because of, I called it the golden drought, mm. really, because people can drive around and see infrastructure and everything, they don't see the effects of drought here. Mm. I mean, they, this forum's going to go to places where it is a fair income tr traditional drought, mm. like no water, yeah. no green. No oh, it's, it's happening in the Millawa. They're doing it tough up there. So the part, of the part of this submission is really like, I just had enough, to be honest. Mm. I, I, just, I just really got the shits last week and said it, enough's enough. Um, you cannot rely on um, peak national bodies and na – I come from, in a previous life, uh, chair of the local association and, and delegate to the peak national body. Their hands are tied politically mm. because of the construction of their constitution, and mm -hmm. that's a disappointing thing. There's a lot of damn good people on those committees, mm. and really when it comes to political voice, they're constrained by what they can say. And that reflects to, to growers because the first thing I hear from growers is, oh, what's bloody ATGA doing and all that? They're only doing what they can do, yeah, and that's yeah. the trouble. So if it's not up to individuals to feel like, to know what they can do and actually do it. I mean, we've got some damn good guys and, you know, amongst this place. And, you know, they're probably, they've probably got careers wasted trying to grow a bloody bunch of yeah. grapes. You know yeah. what I mean? So oh, we've got, absolutely. We've got some damn good guys in this industry. And, and, you know, I hope that what our little group is more about is that when the crap hits a fan again, like we can look around at each other and say, well, right, we're on and let's yeah. go. We've got yeah. each, got each That's great. Back and yep. Go for it. So the ACCC have the power to make that change. They don't have to go through government, do they? Uh, the ACCC the will come down with findings and recommendations mm. um, of how things need to change. Mm. And then I suppose that it's up to the government of the day to hand them down. And I suppose what they find and the arguments – uh, that are, you know, if it's a compelling argument for change, mm. it, it only compels the government of the day to, to do more. I mean, I went up to um, uh, Mick Keogh was the mm. moderator and I went up yep. to him after just to, just to thank him for being there because really, I mean, you know, it's not often that people get the ACCC down here and I don't think growers really 
uh, understood the gravity of having the ACCC here mm. to hear what we had to say. So part of that was uh, – part of my discussion with him was just to see what sort of weight a submission will carry. So, mm. I mean, there's – you know, there, there was people dictating, you know, on desks next to him, but really that's an interpretation of what's said on the floor, and yeah. I don't trust that really. Yeah. And, I mean, a submission is really, um, you know, a bit of an aftertaste of of what was said that day, and really our, our idea with this small group is to put exactly what we feel is the, is the you know, the best argument mm. for what we've felt has changed because there's a narrow band of what – they're looking for and what they're not looking for. So the benefit of us going to that meeting and then discussing this after within this group is really to nail what their scope is and and really what we're going to reply to this uh, to this issue paper. And, mm. and you know, we can I feel that we can really nail it with some really compelling stuff because, like I said, we're going to come up. This is game time, mm. really. It's it's bloody. It's yep. like it's like the grand final, yep. you know, Donnie. I mean, this mm. is this is up us putting our best foot forward against you know guys like the Goldman Murray. I mean, they they're going to be going up and down the length and breadth. So, you know, we've got until the 29th, You know. They've, um, and it's all around water trading. Mm. You know, it's all around how water trading has changed and um, uh, in the last since the millennium drought. And mm. um, you know, they're looking to they've um, they've got powers to actually um, pull in um, you know explicit details on water trades and yes. how they've traded and yes. the transparency of them. Yes, and it was indicated to me that there's there's going to be an enormous amount of data that's actually coming towards them by the end of February. So mm. this submission's important that it's on time yep. and it's there and it's clear and it's it's concise yes. and it's it, and we nail it. I think a well thought out, well constructed, well articulated submission has carries more weight um, and from more people, like an association yeah. or a, a collaborative effort, carries more weight than anyone's willing to admit to. Mm. And we've seen it in the past, um, you know, with regard to the Murray River Grouper Councils. Um, collaborative efforts in making submissions to government carry more weight than you believe. But so I did, did uh, hear this morning from the new mayor that he was going to be part of a submission he as is, well. Yes, yep. yeah, we are putting in a submission as well. Yep. Like I said, our new mayor, who is Councillor Moore, he is uh, – I would say he's an expert on the water industry and the Murray-Darling Basin Plan and the Water Act because he has read he, them from front to... Is he coming down to, to Rumble oh, in we the can, future? I can ask I'd him to. I'd love him to sit down with our group and yeah. Yeah. have a chat. Absolutely. Yeah. We Look, can I'll, ask him to. I'll, I'll tell you something, and and this probably ties back to what we'll say about the town as general because I'm, I suppose, you know, listeners to the podcast are probably forgiven for just sitting here saying, oh, geez, it's bloody Donnie and Jade banging <laughs> on about water again. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, there's... There's a people got to think about the direct implications. So I suppose it's up to us as people that are discussing these issues to sort of really highlight how how these things affect the town. If mm. it's not that bloody obvious, I don't know. I thought yeah. it would be obvious, but anyway, the scariest thing, probably the scariest and the saddest thing that I heard is, you know, a discussion with a grower I had probably uh, the morning of the forum, um, and you know, from the hours of maybe about six o'clock to about nine o'clock before I left, I had about six or seven phone calls. From growers, and one of the growers is younger than me, and you know, it's got you know, uh, you know, long-standing family business in this area, and kids, kids that are growing up. And his words to me was, "He doesn't want his kids to be doing this anymore." Gee, you know, sad, when he that. said that, that that really tells me. And you know, there's probably people out there, and they're say, very, oh. very good growers, and mm. they're very good growers. So yeah. I mean, the thing is, you know, my point is that I mean, if you look around this town and this district, and we've got a damn strong um, industry, but the constraints that are put on us um, 
uh, as far as water, labour, protocol adherence, um, corporate structures, all that. So corporate corporate uh, governance, mm. you know, is all creeping in. It's it's forcing people to become um, really sick to death of the red tape because I'll pro- I mean, predominantly we're here because we love doing what we're doing, and there's an element of um, there's an element of I mean I won't say the too hard basket but I mean it, it's easy to say that but um, it's you know it, it is becoming tough and and it just feels like we're just picking off leeches off our body yeah. and yep. just draining draining mm-hmm. the hell out of us and I mean if if you've got good families I think the district has seen so many good families leave the district because of the consolidation of say people like me and Donnie, which is, you know, just the way our industry needed to go, unfortunately. Mm. You know, so that's led to a lot of good people leaving the town. But if you start having good, big table grape growers not wanting their kids to be in the industry, Mm. if you think the town's dying now, Mm. well, you better think again in another 10 years' time. Mm. Yep. Totally agree. Scary, isn't it? Yep. Mm. I don't think the town is dying. No, I don't think the town's dying, but that's why I said I think because Mm. uh, we had this discussion before. I think I think the town definitely isn't dying. If you look at if you look at Moore Street, for instance, I mean, fifteen years ago, you could buy any piece of land you wanted. Yeah, barring a few of them, you cannot buy a piece of land in there unless you want an asbestos filled um, old (laughs) Old um, factory factory and a a half built uh, brick uh, bloody whatever it's called. I don't even know what that is, but you can't buy a piece of real estate there. Mm. I mean, you know. Next to the printers here, a shop shuts and, you know, there's talk that a shop opens. I mean, you know, so, you know, I think that all it does is shifts and, and like we said before, I mean, to plug your, your sponsors, I mean, Weeman Store yeah. mm. is a really good um, example of if you asked, if you use the same argument that's used in this town for the Weeman Store, um, the previous owners of the Weeman Store mm. uh, were were nowhere near as strong as them girls there and, and doing their jobs um, as well as them girls. Was that a reflection on Weem in the town? No. Or was that a reflection of the business holders that actually um, that actually uh, ran that business? Yeah, obviously not because it's the same town. It's exactly. just new owners and exactly. they've come in with a clear vision and they do what they do. I mean, they you've had it. that lamb salad. Yeah. How good is the lamb salad? Oh, look, it's it, it's fantastic. I man. know. Um, and I'm happy for them to keep bringing us lunch <laughs> so every we, Wednesday. We spoke, we spoke early on about tradies in town, yep. the ones that are willing to have a go. Mm. Yep. That's the same with any business, though, whether you're farming, whether you're a retailer, whether you're whatever. If you're willing to have a go and maybe if something's not working for you at at one time – Change what you're doing a little bit because if you keep doing what you're doing and expect different results, then you're going crazy. Well, we've probably got two best uh, electricians in the area in John John Zapier and And Davoli. Frank Davoli. Two smartest <laughs> blokes when it comes to any wiring or mm. cool rooms yeah. or anything well, like Frank's that. Frank's been at our farm for last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, even like uh, refrigeration mechanics. I, I when I built my Rob complex Sutton, yeah. out at um, when I built my complex out at B section between uh, the work that Frank Davoli done and Rob Sutton's firm mm. did. Yeah. I mean, I was I was having conversations with um, an agent in Brisbane who who was having similar work done. He could not find. Mm. A tradesperson to do um, to work with the concepts that these guys yeah. do. So we've got fantastic guys. You know, and I mean, you know, years ago we had Headways and Henry yeah. Thulin down Moore Street, and yeah. I'd argue that we've got better. Um, but you just don't see, you know, better services. We've got three engineers in the district, mm. and they can't. They Keep haven't up. got enough work. No, you know? uh, a lot of us that have been here for years mm. see what was there, like mm. down that main street. Yes. Yeah, we had we had an abundance of every shop. You mm. know, there was clothes. Mm. There was you know. 
people, if I say to my kids that Leslie Palaios were down there, they mm. wouldn't even know what Leslie yeah. Palaios no, was. Yeah. But that was one of the biggest yeah. shopping for clothes we could get. That's right. You know, yeah, Arnott's was there before that. Yeah, you say the Arnott's uh, building and people don't know what that yeah, is. My, my yeah, my sister and brother-in-law own the news agents mm. and they want out mm. because they said at the end of the day, we can't see this get any better. Mm. And there's people wanting to buy that, but... And you said off air before people listen to us and and uh, they're looking to buy ventures and they think that we negative yeah. we're, we're, we're positive take, we're yeah. positive yeah. for the town you know, don't take financial advice see, from us but see the the um the news agents is a good case in point the news agents um the fact that you know Nick and Maria want to get out isn't a reflection of Romvale no no I mean no. I've got an They're uncle I've got an uncle town. in Vermont in yeah. Melbourne that owns yeah. a news agency they're, he's they're, been they're, trying to get out of that industry of for the last twenty years yeah. it is it is a, and I don't believe that I don't I really do, I don't, don't believe it at all no. at all and um I suppose what I'm trying to say is that you know I think people have got to look at the positives in this town there's there are far more positives in this yeah. town than probably superficially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even the businesses, like you have a look at the top end of Perrin Street, like Tories yep. where yep. I have my massage, yep. she's in there. She Like Yak and yep. Donna bought that that yep. shop. She's done a magnificent job with that place and yep. she's only here every fortnight. Melina mm-hmm. at M Salon, she's not working at the moment, but Mary Ann is. That yep. salon's rocking. Pauline's is the same across the road. Yep. Loft has always got people in it, yep. but they work and they're open yeah. five and a half days a week. But it goes back to what I said before, Jade. I think people remember what was there in mm. other shops yeah, and they think, well, shit, everything's dying there. But with that subway going ahead, mm. that's only going to be positive for the town. Mm. You know, um, obviously there's been some negative talk about that, but... Been some it, negative emails too. Yeah, I think if <laughs> anything that's going to keep people in our town when mm. they drive through, it's going to be positive because they'll go from there, they'll walk up the main yeah. street, they'll have a look around, they'll shop. Speaking so. of another business... Yeah, the laundromat. No, 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 forget the laundromat. <laughs> I left my towels there with Fred, Fred and I have already discussed that. I do it all the time. No, no, no Lulu... Lou yeah. Albanese yeah, that's and right. her. Yep. So she wants to sponsor the podcast and we've got to get you involved, Donnie. We're going to get a Brazilian in one. <laughs> well, you can if you want. <laughs> I don't think don't she does rich. that. Not on, But laser. Crack them back. Have you, have you got much hair on your nah, chest? No, I'm not a wog. Look. Yes, you are. Yeah. Perfect. Ah. So that's what we're going to do. In a couple of weeks with Lulu, we're going right, to get you in, in here and record it. Right. Beautiful. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Fred should come no, no, in. Fred, no, no, you no. can do it too. I'm busy that We're going to get you back a, a couple of times again too because nah, you're Fred's coming knowledge. in on Friday to talk to Ali. To talk to Ali, yes, because yeah. we're going to talk to her today, but um, she's run out of time because yeah. um, she's had a lot on her plate uh, recently. Yeah. So we But had- on behalf of the growers, Fred, I think – uh, when there's someone to turn to, we seem to turn to you for <laughs> advice, which is great. And I know, like you said, you've had a, a hell of a lot of phone calls over this issue and we all said, take charge, Fred, and we'll do whatever you want. Mm. And, and that's what's happened. And we just need someone there to direct us what to do. And he's done that well. And this submission is going to be great. Yeah. And I think, you know, you have a read of a Jay when mm. it comes together. Uh, and I think you'd be very surprised. Because like, I, was, I was at your um, complex the other night when we got together and I was just amazed. Mm. Yeah. Or some of the... A couple of growers there that, yeah, just unbelievable, you know. Mm. I I didn't – I've heard how smart some of these growers were and then when you actually sit there and listen to them, it's unbelievable. Yeah, which is why I like to go to these farmers' meetings and these growers' meetings. You sit there and you go – Oh yeah, I I had never thought. Yeah. I don't profess to be. A, I'm a daughter of a farmer and yeah. the wife of a farmer, but I'm not a farmer. Mm. Um, so when you sit there and listen to to guys like Fred yeah. and a few of the others, you kind of go, oh, it's yeah. it's actually untapped. Yeah. It's untapped. I'll probably the thi- I'll probably leave <laughs> leave you with this, and it's probably yeah. it's probably along the lines of what Donnie said there. And I, I don't I don't sit here claiming to be anything. I'm just yeah. I just 
I'm just a bloody frustrated person. That's You're all. You're just a dumb walkie, Well, <laughs> yes, yes. Now the thing is, I mean, I've I've held this uh, thought, and you know, last year we had Emma Germano come down and and um, and take a take a uh, survey of what we thought was the biggest issues around the district and for the industry, and and you know, there was people there that were saying, you know, water and labour and blah 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 blah. I actually think that the biggest issue that we've got is grower apathy. Yep. Grower apathy. And and grower apathy is what's going to murder any industry. And, you know, what we when we talk about the little group of guys that we've got, that's untapped. Yep. That's really untapped. And, and the fact that people don't give a shit yep. is the fact that we're going to die, right? We've got guys in this place. We've got guys in this district that are untapped and they're bloody brilliant, mm. right? And the fact that they don't give a crap is the only thing, the only reason that we're going to, that the industry is going to have a downturn you give some of these guys this issue of water, we'll nail it. Mm. You know, you give these guys this issue of labour, we can nail it, mm. right? The fact that people don't give a shit is the reason why it's going to have a downturn, mm. and that is it. Yeah, and that's what I said to Donny a few weeks ago. I said to you, you guys have been quiet and too not long. saying anything for yeah. far too long, yeah. and you're right, it's game time. Yep. And I so think anybody can contribute, Fred. Yeah. Yep. I, don't care, yep. I don't care who you are or how old you are or whatever. If you're in an industry... You've got, a, you've got a right to stand up and mm. have, a, have a say now. Mm. Hey, and, if you, and if you think you're going to stand behind what Fred's doing or what the podcast does or what other people are doing out there, mm. and if something eventuates from it, right, we're not going to sit back and take the credit for it because we just want no. the best for our industry. No. That's right. So you That's can it. jump on board and give us one piece of advice that might be bad, might be good, but tell you what, it might actually – Contribute to the submission that we're trying to put towards now. Yeah, yep. so yep. absolutely. Get so in I'd touch with Fred or myself or Robbie Alby, yeah, Anthony Javazzi, whoever, somebody yep. you know. Mm. Definitely no passengers. Though. Yeah, That's exactly. What we don't yeah. Want. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, get behind it, and if you got something to say, just say it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Fred, we will talk to you again next week or the week after, and we'll <laughs> get the Mary. Always a pleasure, Fred. Always. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Being a big one again, what are you waving at me yeah, for? Yeah, no, big one. Big, some really good speakers today, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed Fred. He oh. is a wealth of knowledge, isn't he? Mate, yeah, when we spoke about getting him on early mm. in the week, um, he knows his shit. Oh, yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. You know, he, he's very, very clever. He's a smart, and I'd like to get him in, and I've texted our new mayor. Yeah, that'd be great. Councillor yeah. Moore, I'd love to get them yeah. in the chairs together. Yeah. Um, I reckon that'd be a great conversation. Like I, like I said earlier about um, the older generation, mm. um, yeah, they're a wealth of knowledge. If we could yeah. sit there and just pick their brains for a yep. half an hour, it's unbelievable. And that's what well, – I had um, coffee with a counsellor with Bill out at yeah, Weyman months ago yeah, yeah. and there was only a couple of people turned up. But I got Bill to myself yeah. for like three hours yeah. and just chewed his ear off about all sorts of things. And I was like, I really yeah, don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, so good. Because yeah, no, awesome. you just – yeah, he's got a head full of knowledge and he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he knows and he's so good to listen to because he articulates himself really well. And because he's from the land as well, yeah. he he's really relatable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd love to sit him and Fred down oh, and have yeah, a conversation awesome. together. Yeah, that'd be good. And, and um, just you, a shout out to Jackson and Leslie. Had oh, he, his hips. Had, yeah, he had a, another operation. Mm. So I hope How's he's going, going? right. Oh, don't think too well. It's going to be a big recovery. Oh, yeah. And he's got to have the other one done too. So, um, mm. yeah, might, might be uh, next season gone, I reckon. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, a- shout out to Jacko. I hope he's doing well. Um, he's going to keep coaching though, isn't he? 
Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think he said so, he was. Yeah. Shout out to your wife, too, who's yeah, got what I had earlier yeah, in the week. She's crook, yeah. Yeah. This gastro thing's going around. Yeah, so means I might have to actually cook dinner tonight, but we'll see. I doubt no. it. <laughs> corner but, shop? No, uh, basketball tonight. So <laughs> yeah, basketball. Yeah, um, corner shop K- on the way Katerson's home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. My son knows now that when wherever at basketball or taekwondo, yeah. um, corner shop on the way home, I'm like, how do you even know it's called the corner yeah, shop? Yeah, straight through, yeah. No. Yep. Yeah, she woke up pretty crook today. Yeah, uh, we had it hit uh, Monday evening mm. at about 12 o'clock. Peyton started and then the little one started and then my tummy started yeah. and we had the statutory meeting. So I was like, I was denying that I was sick yeah. for hours until I couldn't get up. And I was like, oh, no, this is – and I was supposed to take boxing on yeah. Tuesday to call everything off because you just – I did see that. It was cancelled. Yeah, yeah, you just can't do call anything. Call me and I would have taken over. Well, go for it. You didn't call Any me. Any time. Well, I didn't know you'd take it. You didn't call me. What about next Tuesday? We'll no. put you on the spot next – Next Tuesday? Yeah. What time? You can come in as a – we'll both do it. Yep. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Yeah, anyone, anyone wants a, a good fitness session, cardio, come it in. It might actually be a good way to get the men in. Get the men in. Let's do it. Because we've had Ethan. Pre-season training starts – The 20th. 20th or yep. 25th, was it? Uh, might have been the 25th. I think it was the 25th. Yeah, 25th is the Monday. Sorry, Richo. So all those blokes that haven't done nothing since the last game. Haven't done anything. Nothing. <laughs> anything. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> they should get down and do some boxing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a good session. I've had the last two weeks I've had this boxing um, circuit train. So if I have an extra instructor there, that would be actually really yeah, good. Yeah, no, I'm in. We can put another another six station o- six together. Six o'clock in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning, which is the best time to train. Get, because get if a sleep in. What, oh, yeah, because you've been up at four <laughs> o'clock, blah, 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 blah. My heart bleeds. But, yes, um, footy training, yeah, starts, so that's good. Um, Everything's coming back. You mentioned they got a recruit, yes, mm. you mentioned that. There's um, another one coming too, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Well, there's not many. There's don't not many. many. No, that's what I mean. Don't we don't need many. So I think there's like maybe one more. An on-baller. Yeah. Midfielder. Have you? They were talking to one upstream a little bit, but he's going to stay where he I was. I told you he was going to stay Hosey. There. I told you. Yeah. He was never going to go. He was never going to leave. No. Never. He's just won two premierships with Warren. Exactly Why right. is he going to go anywhere? Exactly right. Where's he going? He's a jet, though. Now yeah. that we talk about him, he is a gun mm. footballer. That's good. Should have been. His father was, too, mm. Anthony. Do you know Anthony? No. He's a cousin of mine. He's um. He was a very... Very good footballer. Just what liked his extra. About? He liked his extracurricular activities a little bit too much. What are we talking about, Warrenine Footy Club? Because we were, ha- we were talking to an on-baller to come to Robinvale. Anyway, anyway, um, uh, that's about it. I'm yeah, going to go and see a neurosurgeon next week. Why? <laughs> Not for the reason you yes, might think. <laughs> no, because well, I've got an self-diagnose you right now. <laughs> no. Save your money. You know, if you're self-diagnosing, but that's not a self-diagnosis. Self-diagnosing is when I diagnose myself. All right, you want to be technical about it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not technical. That's, so, a, that's how it is. So you're not going to be here next week? No, I'm, I don't know. I'm I solo. should be. I'm no, solo. No, well, you can't. Do you know how to drive this? I'll drive it. Don't yeah, you worry sure. About that. Uh, no, who's going to fill in if you don't come? Who's going to? No, it? we'll just do it on a different day. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Or I'll do it. I did say if we can get an appointment, not Tuesday. You know, or I put Wednesdays aside. That's yeah. why I wasn't on last. So week. do I. That's I why put I Wednesdays said Wednesdays aside, eleven o'clock till. But then what when I it, said to you, o'clock. then when I said to you, can you do Melbourne Cup Day? He said, oh, that'd actually suit me better. Yeah, but something must have come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you had to go to Trentham. That's right. That's right. It, gave, it gave me a chance to sit down and have a beer with Tommy, which was really good. Yeah, Tommy. I Tommy, quite jump on that. next week. Um, the golf club are going to sponsor us too. Me and Tommy point. should do one week in, one week out. Yeah, you so. can if you want to. Yeah, yeah he that's, really enjoyed it. That's not a bad idea. But he probably works during the week. Well, he works for Kurt, mm. but he wasn't working today because he had his fishing shirt on. I reckon he was going fishing. 
He might be on holidays. <laughs> he might be on holidays. I don't he know. Might be going to catch those carp that are in the Hatter Lakes at the moment. Well, you can catch them standing still at the moment. <laughs> catch the smell, that's for sure. Yeah, I know. That's not no. good at all. Anyway, I've got to go change water, Jade. Yes, so. yes, we do. Um, one other thing. I've launched a Patreon page. So we are talking before about how much money this costs to produce this Shit damn podcast. Loads, yeah. So um, if you want, like, if you're up for a sponsorship, great, because I've also done a proposal for the 12 Days of Christmas. Now, this was yeah, your idea. It was my idea. Yeah, so make yourself available yeah, if anyone wants to buy it. Yep, I'll be available. So this is the thing that businesses can have us come in and do a a live podcast yep. event and a live streaming event from your premises. Um, and there's all sorts of other things. But if you don't want to buy a sponsorship and you just like what we do, you can jump onto Patreon um, and you can buy a subscription. Yep. I don't want to have people to have to buy a subscription to listen to the podcast, but if you want to, yep. it's up there. It's on the website. So um, Come on, it's a good thing. The town's it's created a bit of interest in the town. Everyone... It's creating conversation. You're calling me Matt Man, so <laughs> <laughs> Jesse you know Parker. I don't want. I don't want to blow too much smoke up your ass. But I'm better. I'm I was better. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say I could probably listen to you longer yeah, than I can no, listen to Matt Man. Yeah, yeah. I like Triple M. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I like it from nine onwards. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no, that's nasty. Yeah. So, no, whatever. Anyway, I'm out of here. Yeah, See you, Jade. Me too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local.